dun, 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 dun. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Every Which Way. My name is Dana and I am the host of this podcast. So yeah, I, uh, I'm not gonna lie, last week was pretty rough for me, like mentally and emotionally. Work kind of kicked my butt and uh, yeah, so I'm uh, not exactly in the most cheery of moods, but I did have a day off, so that's good. My partner and I, we went out to this wonderful little restaurant. You may have heard of it. It's called Popeye's. We had some of that sweet southern chicken. Mm, it was so good. And uh, after that, went to one of my favorite places to ever be, uh, a bookstore. And I got a couple books. Uh, excuse me. Let me gravel here for you. I have them right here at the side. I'll, uh, I'll post some pictures on the Facebook, but um, I got I got Llewellyn's Witches Spell a Day Almanac for 2024. I'm really excited to start getting to that. I have, I saw this one, the next one I saw, and I was just like, I, I need this. It's a Book of Old-Fashioned fasc- Superstitions, Black Cats and Evil Eyes by Chloe Rhodes. And the third one that I got is a thick, dummy thick book. It is Judica Isles Encyclopedia of Witchcraft. And I have her Encyclopedia of Spirits, and that one is actually really cool, but this one I saw on the shelf and it was the last copy and it was just like I need I need to get this and it is a big big boy and yeah so today's been a pretty good day right now I have some black magic incense burning and I've got myself a nice cup of tea it's um a green tea with marigold and lily flowers it uh, it came in my uh I'm a I'm a subscriber to the Dollar Tea Club. Um, for about eight bucks a month, I get a little package with three different teas in it and some uh, tea bags. And this was one of them, and it is delicious. Mm. I love missing tea. It's uh, raining right now, and loving the weather. We really need a good rain. So, anyway, enough about how I'm doing. How are you guys doing? How how have you been? What are you what are you drinking right now or possibly eating? Uh let me know. I'm I'm interested in to hearing what y'all, you know, have been doing. What you guys are drinking and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Our topic of today, I'm a little excited about I mean I'm always excited to talk about witchcraft stuff it's part of the reason why I decided to do this podcast but I'm very excited because today I will be talking about our first deity on this on this show uh, a deity by the name of Tsuki Yomi so without further ado here we go so Tsuki Yomi is a Japanese deity, uh, specifically a god of the moon. Their name can be kind of broken down into a diff- into different things. Um, Tsuku, which means moon, 
or month, and yomi, which means reading or counting. So literally, moon reading. Uh, or it could also be tsukiyo, moon, which means moonlight or night, and mi, looking, which means looking or watching. So it, it translated, no matter what, it's about moon watching or reading. So Tsukiyomi is a male deity. He is the one of the children of uh, goddess Izanami and a god Izanagi. He has a few brothers. They are Susano, Ebisu, Kagutsuchi, Fujin, and Raijin. And he has a sister, who is also his wife, Amaterasu. So, let's get into a little bit of mythology. So, we're going to actually talk a little bit about Tsukuyomi's parents first. So, when his mother, Izanami, passed away, her brother, slash lover, slash alter ego, Izanagi, traveled to the realm of death which is called Yomi, for her. Death to Izanagi was a foreign concept. He didn't really have a whole lot of experience with it. And because of that, he expected to find his wife the same as she was alive. But instead, he found her rotting corpse and ran away. But because he traveled to Yomi the realm of the dead, he was tainted by death. Once Izanagi reached safety, he purified himself by a ritual bath. Tsukiyomi was born when Izanagi bathed his right eye. Amaterasu came from his left eye, and Susanoo came from his nose. Izanagi dubbed them the three noble children and proclaimed Tsukuyomi as the ruler of the night. Excuse me, I had to take a I had to take a sip of tea. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I have I have three cats, um, Salem, Minerva, and Luna. And Salem is on the chair near me. And <laughs> Luna was climbing on top of it and she just fell. Right on top of him. <laughs> so cute. Oh, goodness. I love those goofballs. Mm. Sorry. Uh, anyway, getting back to the topic at hand. Another myth tells that Tsukiyomi was created by Izanagi from a handheld mirror in his right hand, while Amaterasu came from a handheld mirror in his left hand. Going further into Tsukuyomi's lore, uh, when a the goddess of food named Ukemochi held a great feast, Amaterasu, who was busy, sent her consort Tsukuyomi to attend in her stead. From Ukemochi's mouth came rice, fish, and deer, and more food came from her other orifices. I will let you speculate on that. But 
Tsukuyomi found her methods of creating food incredibly repulsive and horrific, and as a result, he killed her on the spot. Amaterasu, when she heard this, was very distraught and upset, and declared Tsukuyomi as an evil kami, which in Japanese kami means god. Well, one of the meanings of kami is god, or deity, or something like that, and unworthy of returning to the heavens. He, for all eternity, was condemned to chase Amaterasu across the night sky, but could never quite reach her. Not even during an eclipse, as the sun still flees from the moon. This is the Japanese origin of day and night, which I thought that was actually really cool. I mean, not the fact that Tsukuyomi murdered Uke Mochi for the way that she made food, but just, I, I love mythology and, and hearing what other uh, societies and peoples and cultures you know, believe or come up with or something like that. Not... Anyway. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> so, Tsukiyomi valued order and etiquette to the extreme. Like, he'd even kill to see that proper order was maintained, which in and of itself was is a violation of etiquette, as the Ukemochi story, you know... <laughs> displayed but he was still had a strict belief in maintaining etiquette at all costs uh, one of the things however before his I guess kind of labeling as an evil kami or something like that was moon reading was a very popular pastime in imperial Japan and he because his name literally translates to moon reading or watching, it's they're correlated. It was it is said that Tsukuyomi is just as beautiful and serene to look at as Amaterasu. And he is indeed regarded as a neg negative figure in Japanese folklore and in the Shinto religion. That being said, Tsukuyomi still has shrines. Uh, I have a list of a couple of them here. Uh, one of them, the first one being Matsuno Taisha, which is a Shinto shrine. Ise Jingu, the Grand Shrine of Ise. The Tsukunyomi Shrine in Nagasaki. Gasan, mountain, which means Mountain of the Moon, in Yamagata Prefecture. And Wakimiya Shrine in Kyoto. The time that, I guess the time of day that Tsukiyomi rules is of course night and the planetary alignment that he is most associated with is the moon who guessed it mm. anyway popular rituals involving this deity are mainly moon watching and these are typically on the 15th, 17th, 19th and 23rd of the first, fifth, and ninth nuclear, nuclear, yeah, nuclear, lunar months. He is sometimes seen as a guardian of the seas, and in this instance, seas don't mean like the oceans or anything like that. 
it's actually in reference to the astral planes. That's what that's talking about when it says seas. And he sometimes, it's said that he sometimes disguises himself as an elderly man to help people walk the astral planes or to help escort the dead to their final resting place. So in a way, I suppose to me, he's not so much a negative figure as just the shadow side of Amaterasu. She is a sun deity and one of a few, one of the very few female sun deities from what I can recall, and Tsukiyomi is one of the very few male classified moon deities. So, in a way, they're both kind of special. The element most associated with Tsukiyomi is water. Colors are silver, white, and dark blue. Some crystals include moonstone, obsidian, and aquamarine. Herbs are poppy, lily, and mugwort. <laughs> you know, it's really funny that uh, lily is one of the herbs, considering that I'm drinking a tea that has dried lily flowers. Anyway, uh, sabbat is sawain. Animals, owl, which I always like to associate owls with the moon, but that's just me. I just, they both kind of have this aura about them that I like to relate to. Mm. Some offerings, if you want to start building a relationship with Tsukuyomi, uh, you could, you know, offer water, honey, acorns, or barley cakes. As far as magical workings are concerned, if you want to work with Tsukuyomi or ask for his help, and let me just, okay, listen, I need to tell y'all, I believe that every single deity from every single religion that's ever existed, exists. I think they all are some sort of spirit or entity or something. So I think they all exist. So that's one of the reasons why I was excited to talk about a deity. But that's that's just me. And of course, you know, you believe what you want. But if you want to start forming, or if you've already had a connection with Tsukiyomi, uh some of the magical workings that he's often associated with are the following banishment and punishment so what does that really mean when i say that well it's empowering in dark times like when you're like if you're a teenager when you're grounded or when you have detention or as an adult if you're separated from loved ones or serving jail time or discipline actionary or disciplinary actions at work you know stuff stuff like that when you are the one who is being punished or banished or something like that you can call upon Sukuyomi and ask for his assistance his strength his you know his presence to help you out with that since he himself was banished from being beside his sister wife Amaterasu 
Uh, forgiveness is also a big, big theme for Tsukiyomi. Seeking forgiveness, helping to forgive others, uh, forgiving of past traumas, and also self-forgiveness. That's, that's a main thing. And finally, astral planes and astral projection. As Tsukuyomi serves as a guide, he also is correlated with psychic activities, meditation, and divination. So any of those things that you want to do spell work with or anything of the sort, you can call upon him and ask for his assistance. Now, obviously, I think that it's important to have an established relationship with any deity or entity before just being like, hey, why don't you come and help me with this thing that I'm trying to do? I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to to forgive so and so for dipping their toe into my coffee when I wasn't looking. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> Sorry. But my point is it's it's when working with deities, really any anything, I think. And this is my personal viewpoint. Uh, I think it's important to establish a relationship. It's it's a give and take. You know, you have to you have to give something of yourself. And I'm not talking about like give money or anything like that. I mean, if you want to give physical offering for sure that could never hurt, but just give them some of your energy or some of your time by learning about them. And that's, again, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast, because one, I want to make more witchy friends and have community here in South Central Pennsylvania, really anywhere. But I also want to relearn and learn about new things that maybe I didn't know before, like Tsukiyomi. And I just want people to understand that with this it's 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 a it's a mutual thing it's a give and a take give a little bit of yourself to deity to your tarot cards to your crystals to your herbs to your to earth to the, to a tree if you work with or or give a little bit of energy to a stream that you happen to really like or just you know clean it up like I, I like to, on my way to work, I like to pick up at least one thing of trash that I see because in my, in my, I guess, the way that I see things, my per- perspective, prerogative, whatever, words be hard sometimes for this Gemini, it's my way of, one, respecting Mother Earth, but also giving back. Like, she takes care of me in that she offers me one a place to live which is this planet but also food to eat um clothes to wear and animal companions for me to to love and to love me and to keep me company so it's my way of kind of giving back and it doesn't take much i just bend down and pick it up whatever like a bottle or a crushed can or just a little piece of plastic just to to let her know, hey, I'm here. And although I am just one person, I still care about you. And I want you to know that. And the reason why I'm getting on, on this tangent is is because it's kind of like that 
in in my own personal opinion for any entity or deity that you want to work with just make that connection and sometimes that deity makes that connection first but you know don't be afraid to reach your hand out and be like hello my name is so-and-so i would like to work with you or get to know you better and please don't be put off if the deity is like nah you're not for me because that's that's fair i think not you're not for every deity and not every deity is for you you know or sometimes the deity might be like now is not the time for us to work together you need to level up or learn things or process things before we we work together or something like that but it doesn't mean that you're a bad witch or pagan or practitioner or anything like that if they don't want to work with you that it just means that you're not their cup of tea or something or you're not ready and vice versa you don't have to work with any deity if you don't want to or if you're not called to work with them or deities it could be any number of them but anyway thanks for <laughs> thanks for coming to my ted talk i guess that's kind of what it turned into and uh, oh a, a last bit of uh tidbit on Tsukuyomi getting back to the topic at hand um there is a Japanese festival a Japanese moon gazing festival that occurs in mid-autumn called Tsukumi and that is in honor of Tsukuyomi so there you go my first deity on here and it was actually uh really I loved I loved learning about I, I mean I love learning anyway because I just I like to know but I love learning about deities and their mythology and what they're about just because I think it's interesting and I like to, to to think that they're out there and they're just kind of you know chilling watching over everything and everyone and kind of just hanging out and helping people who are called to them ah well now that i've talked about that i think it's time for our card of the day or week or whatever you know uh today i'm actually doing a draw from the zend out journey tarot a deck for personal growth by cassie yule u-h-l that's yeah apparently they're the founder of zendout which is pretty cool but um this is the journey tarot deck is kind of the deck that i like to go to for just whenever i'm having a rough a rough time of it or whenever whenever i need self-love because it's just for me and i haven't had this deck very long but for me it's just a very self-loving deck and no matter what card i pull it's always a it always kind of comes with that little you know be gentle with yourself and i don't know about you guys but that is something that i do sometimes struggle with being gentle with myself and yeah let's just give a little shuffle Alrighty, i think that'll do it let's see <laughs> i love it the card is the moon 
I love that. I love that it's the moon talking. And we just talked about Tsukuyomi, who is a moon deity. So, go within and explore your shadow. The moon speaks to your subconscious, intuition, and feminine side. What does your subconscious have to share with you? Healing and expansion come when you honor all facets of your being. I love that. Mm, I just, oh my goodness, I love that so much. And I just love that it was the moon, considering that we were talking about Tsukuyomi. Oh, that's perfect. That's that's the universe being like, yeah, girl, you got it. <laughs> At least that's how I'm translating it. But uh, anyway, uh, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to my to my podcast, my episode on Tsukuyomi. Um, I do have a Facebook. It's Every Which Way Podcast, and I'm trying to be more active on there. I'm not huge uh, on social media, but I, I am trying to be more present and aware, mostly because, again, I want to build community and have friends and stuff like that. I also have an Instagram, which is Witch of the Gathering, because that was my, that was the former name of my podcast but now that's just my insta so there you go and i have an email as well it's also from my the former name of my podcast which is which of the gathering podcast at gmail.com feel free to email me or hit me up on instagram or send me a message or whatever and you know just just say hi or something tell me what you liked about the episode or episodes or tell me what you don't like you know give suggestions for what you'd like me to cover next and oh I go. I almost God. How could I forget? It's time to pull out of my big box of topics the next one to cover for next week. Alright, give a good little shuffle. Can you hear that? All the little little papers. Okay, we got one. We got one. Oh. That's going to be interesting. (laughs) Definitely. Well, that's all I have for you today. Again, I want to thank you for joining me. And I hope that you stay wonderfully witchy, my friends. And have yourself a magical Monday. Bye-bye.